Welcome to the Let's Talk Data podcast series presented by SAP, where we explore game-changing technology and strategies with leading experts with the goal of maximizing the value of data across your organization. If you haven't done so already, please follow or subscribe to our podcast on your favorite channel to stay tuned in. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our SAP pre-built content podcast series. My name is Savannah, and I'll be your host today. I'm thrilled to be joined by Simon Vandelanotta, go-to-market lead for SAP Data and AI from Delaware Consulting. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to chat to you today and dive deeper into learning about the different pre-built content that Delaware Consulting has curated. For listeners out there who are wondering what we mean when we say business content or pre-built content, we at SAP offer pre-packaged, ready-to-use content that users can deploy into their specific BTP service, such as SAP Integration Suite, SAP Build, including SAP Build Process Automation, SAP Analytics Cloud, and what we'll be discussing today, SAP Datasphere. Pre-built content provides an easy starting point for your different scenarios and can be easily adjusted to your company's needs. So Simon, before we get into the SAP Datasphere and pre-built content, I was wondering if you could give us an introduction about yourself and Delaware Consulting. Yeah, definitely. So my name is uh, Simon. Uh, I'm uh, the solution expert uh, and go-to-market lead for Delaware, Belgium, Subdata and AI. Essentially, I lead uh, what services we offer to our customers uh, within Subdata and AI and how we position ourselves uh, together with the sub products in the market. What kind of storylines do we bring to our customers and how can we bring value to our customers? Delaware is a, is a global company um, and they deliver uh, advanced ICT solutions and services. Uh, basically, we guide our customers to their business and digital transformations. And I think importantly, above all, we mostly we want to do the right thing. We want to make our customers succeed and we want to create a positive impact on the world. Uh, and Delaware does this in a uh, uh, lots of solutions. Specifically, now I try to make a mark on, on the world uh, within the data analytics and AI portfolio, uh, where we are with uh, around 300 uh, people worldwide, specifically within the uh, data and AI space. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, you're based in 19 countries with over 4,600 professionals, all hoping to find effective strategies and solutions to help businesses adapt to this ever-changing tech space. I'm wondering, what are some of the common problems you see businesses running into as they adapt to new innovations and technologies? It's in the name uh, of our solution, so of course I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it up. A trend we see is that there has never in human history been such an explosion of data, such an explosion of uh, uh, information. Uh, there was a report uh, I saw uh, a couple of years ago that the IDC uh, calculated that in 2010 the world produced about two zettabytes of data. Uh, the World Economic Forum estimates that in 2021 we reached 44 zettabytes of data. And it's only going up. It's only going faster. Um, now, if you look at a connected car that it's estimated to produce around two, two terabytes of data points per day per connected car, you notice that the nature of data is changing. It's no longer uh, the same kind of data sources we taught in the past. Uh, we have more, we have the, the concept of structured data versus unstructured data. 
There's also more and more data producers. I mean, in the past, we were looking only at systems that produce data, but now we have social media, which is a really big data producer. We have, as I mentioned already, cars that uh, produce a lot of data. We have we have a lot of appliances in our homes uh, everywhere that, that produce data. So on the data input side, we, we really see this information explosion. And on the other side, we see also that there's a lot more data consumers. I, I remember 10 years ago, most of the consumers of a data analytics platform, it was reporting. That was basically it. That was your data consumer. Nowadays, the requirements go much broader. They go towards maybe we should feed an application with data from the platform as well. Maybe we should feed an API because that API is feeding a cloud tool somewhere. Maybe there's a more interactive dashboard. Um, so. The, the, the data consumer side has diversified a lot as well. And as a consequence, we see that companies are more thinking of data as a product. So every business basically now got a new product in, in their catalog and it's basically data. So you, as a company, you need to think about, okay, how do I want to share my data? How do I want to collaborate in my organization and with outside partners, outside stakeholders with my data? And we see that as a business, you need to think about harnessing the data in your business uh, or around your business. We've seen success stories of companies doing it and disrupting traditional economies or sectors. Companies that uh, that proved to use this data to great success have really disrupted certain other competitors. So the risk of falling behind and being outpaced by competitors is real if you're not uh, taking this opportunity and having a look at what data you can use to, to change your strategy or to maybe reinforce your strategy and, and help you run your business uh, even better. Exactly. Yeah. And as you delved into data management, I see it as a common challenge among various industries and businesses. Could you talk a little bit about how SAP and your partnership with SAP assists in tackling this issue? Definitely. So Delaware has over 15 years of partnership with, uh, with SAP. In March 2023, so this year, we even became a recognized global platinum, cent uh, a platinum partner. And it makes a lot of sense for this partnership to be there. Um, why? As I explained a little bit before, so we have much more data, we have much more technical data, much more unstructured data. And we saw in the past years, a lot of hype around the data lakes, but then these data lakes, there was the term of data swamps as well. Like this, this, <laughs> this many technical data without any value in it, if you're just hoarding it, it's, it's not really valuable. And I know a lot of people say data is new oil. I'm not often a fan of that statement because oil, data is the new oil. Oil oil seems valuable to, to hoard. Uh, you can just store it and it, it's valuable. I like the idea of data as the new soil because you need to use it to, to grow something. You just leaving it there, letting it lie, it doesn't do anything. And I, I think that is where um, SAP has been historically been very strong. And, and, and what we love about this partnership, SAP is very good in adding the, the business logic to it, which is ultimately what brings your raw data into valuable data. You need to add those insights in there. You need to add that business meaning. You need to avoid that your, your data lakes, that you're just storing everything there and it becomes a swamp. No, you need to reinforce what do, what do I want to do with it and how do I want to use it in my business? And if you combine that with the technical ability to get the data from all those vast ocean of data producers out there, yeah, Bringing those two together 
that SAP uh, historically has been very strong in, and now they reinforced it basically with their uh, new uh, next generation cloud data warehouse, uh, SAP Datasphere. And SAP uses the term unified data experience. And I actually like that term. Uh, sometimes we to talk too much about platforms, data warehouses, we talk about systems. But I like that word experience. Data should be experienced. It should be used. It should be. It should give a positive impact to people in their business. So um, I really like that term, unified data experience. Now, specifically, if we look at solutions uh, within uh, specific industries, for example, Delaware has a big history in food, uh, for example, in the food industry. A recurring challenge within the food industry is expected batch expiration dates. Uh, it's important in the food industry to know if a product that you are producing and it's going to hit the shelves at a certain point of time that you know, okay, how long do I have until it expires? Because I need to calculate in my transportation. I need to calculate in the amount of weeks that it's going to lie on the shelves. So it's important to be very preemptive with your analysis on these batch expiration dates. And within our fast BI solution, which is the term that we coin for collective package with fast insights, we call them around separate modules. We have one of these reports, which really centers around uh, a food company, allows them to give good insights in uh, managing their batches, managing their expiration dates, and getting a view of their shelf life and, and everything around it. And then another key area within that same set of reports, for example, is quality management. Uh, more and more uh, customers are are able to be very vocal on social media. So having a solid quality management process uh, is, is very key. So we created a set of reports around this as well, that you have a good control of your uh, quality and ensuring that there can be uh, a control over that. Wow, that's fantastic. First of all, I've never heard data is the new soil. I really like that twist on the data is the new oil moniker. And um, second, it's fantastic to see that you've built a solution that leverages, you know, pre-built content to help customers solve their problem. Can you share a little bit more about this? I know you alluded to it earlier, um, but we'd love to hear more. I think b before I dive into another example, I think pre-built content, it makes a lot of sense, right? It's a, it's a perfect marriage of helping your customer and also as a partner, very interesting. It helps your customer. Why? Because basically it's a proven solution. The customer already knows that the, the pre-built content, it's helped other companies in their sector. So they know that it's going to help them. And otherwise, they, they get it at a price point that is lower than doing uh, a project, for example. So financially, it's even interesting as well. And for us as a consulting firm, it's quite interesting as well to have these packages. Why? Because we show ourselves, we show to our customers, look, we have experience in this. We are leveraging that experience that we have in this. And also, especially in the market we are now in in, in, in the world uh, post-COVID, it's becoming tougher and tougher to find people. So having this pre-built content really accelerates you on a project as well, which is also valuable for a co customer because in the past, there were these projects of multiple years and that's no longer acceptable. Nowadays, there's much more a need for, for speed to value, as we like to call it, where uh, instead of having a multi-year projects before you can see the results, you want your results after a couple of weeks, which is realistically only possible with this pre-built content. 
I think if we look at another one of these, uh, which is maybe more a, of a, a technical one, we have a solution which we call the MDM plugin, Master Data Management plugin. And it's basically on top of DataSphere, we built a solution uh, that allows you within Excel to connect to a DataSphere table. And within a DataSphere table, you can make adjustments to the content of that table. Now you might be thinking, oh, why is this relevant? We see this challenge uh, often in, in, uh, in uh, businesses that even though a lot of data is automated these days, it's coming from systems, the human factor is still important. And sometimes there is a human managed concept, hierarchy, grouping, some information that needs to be added within the reporting environment, but cannot be delivered by a system. Um, instead of then setting up uh, an integration with a file or something, wouldn't it be better to have it part of an integrated solution? And that's why we built this plugin. It basically allows a business user or uh, an advanced key user to maintain a certain grouping. For example, they say, okay, we have a custom grouping of our customers that we don't maintain in any system, and they can then maintain it within Excel. It automatically the input provided gets pushed into data sphere automatically and it gets taken into account for the report. So it can have so many important implications where business basically gets more control in their data. It's another great example, not of a, a functional one, but more of a technical one, where really we as a partner, we collaborate with SAP and we try to make each other's offerings basically better. We a, a bit of a symbiosis, as you if you will. I love that. And with it being an SAP product, it connects and works with other, other solutions, sorry, be it SAP or not. Could you discuss more about that and your experience using it? I think for me, the unique selling point for Subdatasphere, if we look at, at, at the comp competition and what's there in the market, it's that it really brings business and IT together in a platform. This is a real challenge in the world of today. We have uh, more and more requirements, more and more business that wishes for self-service, that wants to do their own reporting, wants to be more in control. And then we have an IT department that more and more needs to navigate a very difficult world. Uh, the world of data is a lot more difficult than it was uh, a couple of decades ago. So we see in a lot of businesses, we see this conflict between the two where business wants to be more in control, but IT is also striving that for that control because they feel a loss of control because of the complexity of the world. And we see in data sphere that this really can make it easier to work together. You can bring your own code. As a business key user, if you want to write queries and work on a prep data set without any code, you just want to work with a no-code interface of data sphere, no worries, that's possible. But if you're an IT technical data engineer that needs to connect to some exotic API and you need to connect with an OAuth parameter here and there, need to customize a little bit, or you need to write a transformation in Python for data cleansing, you can go for that as well. And the beautiful part is it all comes together. It all comes together in one solution, one platform. So you're collaborating. IT can set up the data sources, create prep data data sets, and then they can share them with business. Business can then enhance them with their own business logic, can maybe bring in their own custom data set if they want to, enhance it a little bit, really become owner of their own data. 
and you you see both stories coming together beautifully with the right best practices and the and the right uh, data set. And it's 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 such a beautiful thing to 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 see. And if we look at at the use cases in the past projects we had uh, as Delaware, we we really saw sub data sphere shine and 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 prove itself as a very versatile tool which is which is key in the world of today because already mentioned we have so many more data producers so many more data consumers your tool needs to be ready for a lot more requirements than it did in the past and it needs to be really flexible on those requirements and we see datasphere really closing that gap and and being there with it being a cloud native software uh, you see, it's 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 built for that openness. It's built for that cloud. Um, it's really uh, built from the ground up with that interaction with all systems, both on-premise and cloud. Also, the fact that it's open to non-SAP. One of the best worked-out connections is is with uh, Azure Data Lake and Azure SQL Server, uh, and 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 the partnership with Databricks. We see that a lot in our use cases. That this combination of working together. In an ecosystem together, where, for example, Databricks and Datasphere, they are strengthening each other. They are working on their own individual strengths, offering a beautiful solution to a customer. Yeah, that that's when a project really shines, and and then that's when the value is there. I love how you put that. And uh, you were talking about the various applications of SAP Datasphere across SAP and the data management space as a whole. How do you see these technologies being future-proofed? I think critical is that you listen to feedback and you have a view on what's going on in the market. And you see that SAP is committed to listening to feedback from its customers and partners. And every quarter, we happily see that a lot of features are basically implemented in both SubDataSphere and both SubAnalytics Cloud that were requested to the customer influence portal. So for those who don't know, customers have an influence portal which is basically a direct link with SAP, where they can vote and provide new ideas where they say, okay, we think this is really vital that this comes into the solution. And every quarter, SAP proudly publishes, look, of the X amount of ideas that were uh, published, we managed to implement X amount. And they, they really strive to listen to their customer install base, really strive to bring this. For me, that's key, listening, what does your customer want? What? How can we make? How can we make a better product by listening? Not only that, but we as a partner, we are in constant communication with SAP and with product management, where we talk about projects, we talk about lessons learned. Sometimes before a project, we even talk about an architecture, how how to tackle it, what the best practices are. Um, so. We're dedicated to work together to see how we can make, make Datasphere a better product for basically every business. And it's this communication, it's this openness to listen to feedback, to learn from customers, to listen to project experience. It's that that ensures a future-proof roadmap that secures Datasphere success. Simone, thank you for your time today. This conversation was very insightful and it's been great to discuss our partnership and how SAP Datasphere enables businesses to manage their data and adapt to new spaces. As we close out, I wanted to ask, is there anything else you'd like to add? As a closing remark, I want to say that uh, as a business, it might seem like a lot of challenges and it might seem like a big daunting task to get started with data, but we always recommend to start small. 
small differences within your data strategy, they can really make the difference. Um, and to go a bit more into detail of how package solutions can help in this as well, we have a session on data challenges and how we solve them as Delaware with Fast BI, which is airing on Friday, November 3rd on TechIt. So there you can go into more detail of our accelerator, how it solves data challenges and how we help customers get value with an out-of-the-box solution. Thank you. For all you listeners, um, if you haven't heard already, SAP TechEd is happening November 2nd to 3rd in Bangalore, India, as well as online virtually. And Delaware Consulting will be on site. If you're interested in the pre-built content we talked about today or curious to learn about the other content that Delaware Consulting has built, be sure to check them out at the event, either on site in India or virtually. If you'd like to learn more about SAP Datasphere, you can find more information at www.sap.com datasphere. If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check out the two other podcasts featured in the SAP pre-built content podcast series. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Check out the show notes for additional links to information. And please subscribe or follow to join us on the next episode of Let's Talk Data presented by SAP.